Back again, Seats Taken Podcast. I'm Joe. We got Tyler, Zeth, Danny, Devin. Almost forgot the sultry tones of Devin. Um, today, tonight, we're going to discuss um, a little review of uh, the uh, F1 race from last weekend. And... Uh, well, we're going to tiptoe into the draft a little sh- shortly after that. And then uh, we're going to take a look at the uh, weird and supernatural world a little bit as well. Um, also, would like to thank our new, I guess you would call him sponsor, uh, La Bamba Michelada, Michelada Mix. Easy for me to say. Um, out of Waxahachie, Texas. Shout out to them. Thank them for our Michelada mix tonight. Um, so, for you folks out there, uh, we won't be talking about this all on a one episode as we upload to Spotify and Google Podcasts at the moment. This will be separated into three separate podcasts. So, give it a listen. All right. Well, uh, you TS off, Zeth. All right. The last race, uh, F1 season, took place in the little Italian town of Imola. Um, like we talked about in last week's podcast, uh, it's really the battle between Hamilton and, and Verstappen. You know, will Mercedes luck run out? Uh, that's what we talked about in the last podcast. So this race started off uh, Hamilton in second place, Verstappen in third. Uh, Sergio Perez was in the lead. It was a wet race. Everybody was on uh, intermediate tires. They took off. Max got it to the outside, shot around Perez and Hamilton on the whole shot. Uh, before turn one, like I said, he passed them. Then they go into turn two, go, Ham- go a little wide. Hamilton goes off, uh, loses, gives a spot to Max. Then, uh, you know, before even the first lap ends, we got Latifi sp- spins and wrecks. He's out of the race. Got them Williams boys. <laughs> then, uh, then Schumacher, he goes and spins and tears the front wing off the front of his car. Uh, he's trying to warm his tires and just lost it. And nothing really happens too major till about lap twelve, uh, when the safety car comes out uh, and Checo overtakes two cars after losing his spot, which incurs that a, was stupid on his part. Very much so. He incurred a ten-second penalty, which would hurt him for the rest of the race, of course. I mean, that dude, he's not a rookie to F1. You would think you would know that by now. It, how big of a brain fart did you just have? Well, even in this, knowingly. In this battle that he... I mean, he has to beat Bodos basically this year to yeah, help Christian Red Bull, was probably help Red Bull get his, the constructors. The engineer could have got on there and told him to give the spots back, and he didn't. Well, but it didn't matter. If you already took the spots, that's the penalty. You, you, even if you gave them back, it, it, I think you still incur the penalty. Oh, what was that? Even if it was still under safety car? Yeah, I think once you've done it, you've done it. Yeah, like, you can't make any pass under uh, when there's a safety car out. I think Red Bull has to be really disappointed in, in Sergio Perez this race for 
not crashing out and being in a Red Bull and not finishing in the points because you had such a big opportunity where Valtteri, you know, Botas crashes out, so you have opportunity to gain points over Mercedes there, and, you know, Perez got nothing. So they didn't, they gained a little bit on Mercedes just because Verstappen won and beat Hamilton in second, but they didn't really gain all that much because Hamilton was second and he got the fastest lap, so he's, he's still ahead. Mercedes is still ahead, so. Yeah, by one point. Well, you'd then, think at a certain point, if they knew, I mean, if they saw that Hamilton was had fastest lap, why, you know, Perez already, you know, shit the bed. Why not exactly. go get him in there for yeah. fresh tires and get the fastest lap at least? I, I think there's a rule where you have to finish in the points to get the bonus point. You do. You have to have the if you yeah, you have to finish so the you, top ten to get the and if you get so the Prez, fastest lap. Prez couldn't do that because he was trying to get into the top ten, and he had a good day going up until he had the, what, that final spin. Right, I think he was up around fifth. That would have been great for for Red Bull to have him finish that high with Botas out. You know. Yeah. Then lap twenty nine, um, uh, Lewis had a real slow stop. He got held up in the pits. But, uh, he had to wait for a car, but then also they were just slow at changing his tires. So that really gave Max, I mean, a big lead. Um, mm-hmm. Then lap 31, that's when Lewis overdrove that that turn and went into the, the gravel pit. And in that gravel pit, he I've never seen it. Every time anyone goes in the gravel pit, it's over. I thought but, it was over at that point. When I saw I him, because I looked away for a split second, and then I found him, I looked up, and he was in the gravel. And at first, because the commentators, it was a slow response to it. You know how they do it. They like yeah, to build suspense. It was like, oh, and there's a Mercedes in the gravel. And it's like a five-second pause, and it's... Lewis Hamilton, and it's like, oh, my God. So I thought it was over. At at that point, I'm thinking, yeah, Red Bull, oh, my God, they're taking this huge lead. Verstappen's going to win the race. Hamilton's out. Otos, for some reason, is just lagging in the back because that was before his And what happened shortly after that? That Well, hang on. Well, Lewis, okay, so then Lewis is just falling as far as he's losing spots, losing spots. And you think, all right, I mean, he's losing spots. He may fall out of the points. And before you know where you're going with this. He went a whole lap down that whole deal. The whole the whole pack was a lap down up up to that because uh, Verstappen lapped everyone at that point. But you know before yeah, that continues right. on, I thought they threw that penalty or that uh, safety car because of Hamilton. I was like, ain't that just his luck, man? He barely yeah, gets in the gravel. They're gonna throw a safety car out there, give him a chance to get out of there. But they did. They got on the they got on the radio with uh, George Russell, and they were like. Take him out. Yeah, we got to We got to get the safety car yeah, out. We got to Hamilton. We're, we're going to get into the weird world of the supernatural later, but there's a little conspiracy talk in this race too, because I mean, you got to think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to talk about what happened next, but um, two Mercedes drivers get into each other, and that, in a really big way, ended up helping Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Cover so Stephen. So down Bonos, straight. But Russell was in the points, and him and Bodos, they go into that corner together. They collide. And it takes both of them out. Then what got me was Russell gets Russell is pissed. And even though in the replay it looked like it was completely his fault, I don't see where. Yeah. Um, well, well Bodas kind of there. You know, he saw Russell was making ways. a move. It was a racing move, regardless. You know, you, you, they're, they're you going do down you the do. straight. Yeah, they're going down the straight, and Russell is going to make the pass. He pulled a Zeth. He put his <laughs> elbows out there, and you know, he reached so, the consequences. Well, Botas moved over a little bit, which is not a totally ridiculous move, but he did do that. And I think I think uh, Russell got a little bit greedy. You know, he could have backed up a little bit and said, "Okay, you know, I'll get him the next turn or the next lap," but he really wanted it there, and he decided to like 
you know, try and pull an Earnhardt pass in the grass, and it didn't work at all. <laughs> Especially with that wet grass. I mean, if that was a dry yeah, condition, yeah. I think no that would have happened. Right. Possibly. But I mean, I don't know. But. Maybe, yeah, but his tire touches the grass, and it just it immediately goes into the boat's house. They both crash hard. And, and Say what you will about Hamilton, but him to go into the gravel, keep the car running, and get it out, that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I hate, you know, yeah. we all, I mean... I'm not gonna say we all. We all I'm, do. I'm pretty sure, but as the the listeners out there, the majority of us don't like Hamilton, and you know that was a real veteran move on his part. You know to have the mindset. You know you could get, you know, me if I was in a racing position like that, and I got in the gravel, I'd be pissed. I'd be trying to throw that thing in reverse immediately. Well, see, he kept they, his even composure, they, did what he, he needed to do, cool. and got out of there. Croft even talked about. It. He said he kept his car at low RPMs, which I mean, I guess your first response is to mash the gas, and that's going to burn up your engine. And, I mean, we've seen other drivers like Charles. I love Charles. But, uh, for example, Monaco, when he wrecked, uh, he was trying to cut his way back up to the field, blew his tire. They said if he would have gone slowly, he could have limped back to the pits, got the tire changed. But instead, he floored it because of the anger, and he ended up breaking his car out. But, anyway, back to this race. Uh, uh, Russell gets out of his car, walks over to Baudas, and they're talking, and I believe he says something along the lines of, what the f were you thinking? That kind of thing, and you then you notice the team radio. you notice you notice Boda shoots him the bird. Yeah, <laughs> classic Stone Cold. I mean, and, it's kind of like apologize a, a, on the they apologize on the broadcast. Yeah, and then they show it like two more times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry if anyone out there is offended. If you're offended, that. but here it is again. Yeah. You know, we did <laughs> say this season, which not to overshadow because this is a great thing that's happening. That you know. Uh, Max is finally in the the position to really challenge uh, Lewis for the championship. But is this maybe Bodas's final year? You know, Man, I don't even think he can find be. a seat anywhere else at this point. It, ha- it has to be. That was such a you know, you know. Let's just forget about the wreck for a second. The whole race, he's lagging back there, barely in the points, like eighth to ten. Even his qualifying wasn't good. Yeah, either he, he just sucks that bad, or maybe Mercedes just isn't paying that attention to his car I that they are to Lewis. Doesn't give a shit anymore. I don't know if there was something. Maybe there was a setting on the car that they tried something different with his, and it it just didn't work out. Because you know, they could maybe set him up a little different, but I, I don't know what was going on. He's lagging back there barely in the points which is kind of inexcusable in a mercedes without like a wreck or something what's more and important he's getting, right? passed, he's getting passed by a williams like yeah. uh, that, russell russell is, is legitimately gonna pass him and go by him well what you and could williams see just, what you could see next season is russell get that seat and boda scott a williams uh, Bo- oh, williams, is, so. williams is where boda started out his career at, at, the, at this point like you Bodas know he's on some developmental team right now by no stretch of means, but I, I think, think he will fall into a, a mid pack. Yeah, team. I think we'll get out before he goes to Maybe Williams. Renault is a possibility. You know, picture yeah, that. No. Why well, because Alonso is going to be there for at least a few more years, and then they like Ocon. Well, Bodos, during the offseason, he's a big rally racer. Uh, so he could just do that. He could he could give up and just go rally. Think, like, he he's, hasn't shown very well in the best car in, like, F1 history. So, either yeah. he just so like really sucks well right now. Car, you're not going to do well in a bad so car. So, like, I don't know why anyone would hire him. And he'd probably demand a relatively high salary because he's a race winner. He's been around. Like, I don't know why you would, you would go to him. And there's younger, cheaper drivers you could use. I mean, I think 
they got to get him out of there because like, what is he doing? I he, think either he, he really it. sucks right now, or maybe he just fed up with Mercedes and he's like, why should I try? Kind of every like time Seb. I get up there, why? I mean, I'm going to get guess. backed off for Hamilton. That's you know, true. any given Sunday. If, if he has a mindset, why should I try? Then he needs to be out. Yeah, because they, find him next season. There's a legitimate constructors battle this year too, and Perez, you know, he had a bad race, but he's good, and he's going to get points finishes pretty high. He might get a win or two here. He's a good driver, and he's he's so far shown to be better than Botas. And this is playing so, into Red Bull's favor. Yeah, y'all yeah. notice the why Max got such a good start? They said he took off in second gear. Oh, I heard that, and. And then that's a good idea with the with all the the wet, you know. Yeah. Max is a lights out driver when it comes to wet track conditions. What was that race said? We were just watching it the other day. The Germany. Yeah, 19? I think it was the last German race. Yeah. Hockenheim. Hockenheim. Yeah. 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 And he basically smoked the field then too. Everyone else, they just couldn't seem to find their footing. And here's Max. It was like any other race. Like it was dry track, uh, track conditions for him. Yeah. He had a couple of slip ups. Last race, I think that race was the best one. Yeah, well, Hockenheim we, 2019, and then this one. But man, this season's been awesome. Just two races. I mean, even last last week was a great race. And your boy Yuki was a great race. Yeah, on lap. I mean, he's fallen onto a lot of unlucky. Lap 35, Yuki spun out. Um, Yuki's having his rookie struggles, but he's he's fast, and he'll get it. I have confidence in him. I think he's a good driver. Yeah. I um, wouldn't say next season, but I think in 2023 we might see Yuki. In that number two spot with Red Bull, very possible he could be the next Red well, Bull guy. I, I think that's the plan. That's that's. I mean, that's what that's what uh, Alphatari is there for. Because they're you probably going to let Sergio Perez. You know, do you think they'll let Sergio better. go for Yuki? I think so. Yeah. I think I they're going to let so. him be I, I, the I, developmental yeah. driver for Red Bull in the new cars and new regulations. They like to have their developmental drivers in those cars. They like to have yeah. their own drivers. And I think Perez was sort of a – I think he's sort of a placeholder until he can get the next yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, because they, they always like to have their own guys. Gasly didn't work out. Albon didn't work out. And so, you know, Yuki's obviously the next one up. And I, what I don't if Sergio starts but, performing? Do you think they'll get rid of him? I, I, yes. I don't know. Yes. There, I mean, there's economics behind it because they're probably having to pay Sergio more than they would pay Yuki – there's a lot of behind the scenes, you know, who knows. But in general, you know, I think Red Bull likes to show off the fact that they can develop these drivers. And so it looks better for Red Bull. I think so Perez their drivers. I think Perez is a short-term well, solution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Yuki is the future. of their, That's their plan, anyway. But do you so, think Sergio will go without a seat next year? No, Sergio will definitely well, probably find... I mean, what if Sergio ends up with uh, Mercedes? No. Why not? I think if Sergio isn't with Red Bull next year, he won't be on the grid. I think, think if there's you know, any movement George Russell's in Mercedes, Russell is going to go there for sure because they're grooming yeah. him. They have been Ru- Russell's in, in line for for Mercedes, and the question is whether or not Lewis is going to be there in the future. But there's going to be a whole bunch of musical chairs on the on, on the seats. But AlphaTauri, they were talking about Yuki. One thing I've noticed about them that's interesting is they're super fast qualifying single lap and practice and stuff but they just like lag in these races you know they kind of just drag behind pressure gets to them i think it's a similar situation with ferrari yeah it could be long run speed they don't have the long run speed they can go they can go hard and fast for a lap but they just don't have that 
20 lap run speed I, I don't know what's going on with them but i don't think their finishes have been as good as the speed they've shown in qualifying uh then i mean meanwhile the, all this is going on like yuki spin and all that lewis is just climbing i mean he is coming from what midfield yeah what the hell happened with and that you know i was in coming. church at the time and i was trying to so you know be a heathen and and check uh <laughs> the race uh standings you know when i could and you know one second i look down and you know lewis is a lap down I look okay, up again, so that, he's in fifth, and it just keeps on going. I'm like, what is going was, on right now? It was the crash, because he goes a lap down because of his, his off track or whatever. Oh, and, and then and they the gave gravel. the whole field that free pass, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So what happened was, um, you know, Botas and Russell have that crash, and they destroyed, like, all kinds of barrier, and all. there's a lot of damage. Yeah, they red so flagged the race. It was a full red red flag. The drivers were out of their cars and everything. And, and once again, they, Hamilton. They let, yeah, it was it was without it. And that's what I was saying earlier, kind of joking, but, like, two Mercedes drivers cause an incident that allows Hamilton to get a lap back and charge back up to second place. Well, see, they can't cover, it cover the Red Bull big gain, so that Red Bull really didn't gain a whole lot this race. And that also kind of put a negative light on McLaren. Because why, I mean, they are well, progressing. They're in third in the constructor. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, Lando Norris, you know, should have had no doubt you know, P2 coming out of this race. And to go down I, I to P3 with Hamilton coming back as far as he did. Yeah, but that Mercedes, the, the McLaren is, can't catch the Mercedes. I think there's still a clear Mercedes Red Bull, and then there's a big gap, and then there's everyone else. I mean, and McLaren seems to be at the top of the everyone else. Speaking of. But there's still that big gap. And yeah. To continue and if on you would have raised. Mercedes after Red seeing Bull. What, what Hamilton will do to. Uh, what's it, Albon? He will spin you if he has to. So, uh, Lando was <laughs> Lando was probably just you know like all right, I'll let him by. I'll take third because it's better to get third than get spun out. Imagine the shit show if Hamilton just you know does that to to Max. You know, it's one thing to do it to Albon. He doesn't have much of a voice, and he probably isn't going to retaliate. Retaliate, but Max, I you might be looking at a fight post race if he spins him out or wrecks him out. To gain position, I think yeah, Max would definitely he'd hold a grudge, but that'd be good for good racing, you know. But I think then, I think there's probably already like a psycho- psychological thing where you well, when you respect a driver who has more skill, you don't like bully him around the track as much as you would someone who's kind of a newbie. Well, yeah. even uh, so, like uh, right into turn one, uh, Hamilton thought he was gonna take the the curb on him a little bit, and Max was like, "Nope, shut the door," forced him out. That's when Hamilton picked up the damage to his wing, which, for some reason, with everybody else, they get a minor nick or something on the car, just a little bit of damage. And they're like, oh, we got to come in. It's messed up. Hamilton, he's like, oh, I'm missing half my wing. It's fine. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think the rain conditions help that in a way because they're yeah, not so dependent so. on... They're also dependent on the aero grip. When it's the rain, it's, it's kind of a little bit more mechanical grip. Yeah. Well, because so, when he went over those bumps, that was rough. Yeah, it that was, was rough. rough on that car. You can get away with some arrow loss when it's a rain situation, I think. Okay, well then, uh, as the race you know is winding down, it's clear Max is going to get the win. He does, and that puts him so the our our top five, our podium, uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, Norris, which I believe Danny pretty much almost predicted that that same. I mean, it's a little bit switched, but he predicted almost the same. 
uh, podium. And me and Danny had the same yeah. thing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my podium prediction was uh, was Hamilton first, Verstappen second, and Lando third. And and, and my reason for that was Hamilton qualified first, and then you had two Red Bulls behind him. And I just was thinking like something's gonna happen to one of those Red Bulls. Well, they kind of did. Perez spun out, and then I thought you know McLaren's are decently fast. So uh-huh. yeah, Devin, you did, you just piggybacked. And I did not piggyback. Really I was thinking that. I was thinking that before. All right, just because Danny knows what he's talking about doesn't mean I don't know what I'm talking about. So hey, you guys are welcome. Right to if take you know what you're talking expert, about, Devin, my expert opinions, my expert advice, you guys are welcome to take it. And- well, here maybe y'all can dogpile on me a little bit on something because I, I hadn't heard anybody say anything, but you had two Ferraris in the top five. That's right. That's hey, got to mean way. something. The Scuderia is coming back, baby. You got Leclerc. Two Ferraris in the top five I could mean, mean something, but I don't think Ferrari is Max and Lewis well, competition no, right no, now. No, but I think McLaren and Ferrari will have a good. Yeah, that's good what you, I think. You're looking at your top battle. Is, it's going to be an exciting season. Red Bull and Mercedes. I think so. But for that battle for third place is Ferrari and McLaren, and that's going to be real back and forth all year. And that could and that could add some excitement really to this season. You know, oh, yeah. finally we get to see Ferrari. You know, get something going. Hopefully, you know, it's not a re- repeat of two seasons ago where they get wrapped up in some, uh, what was it, engine scandal or, you know, whatever they were doing. You know, hopefully it's just clean all the way through where we don't see them fall off at the end of the season because I would really like to see McLaren and Ferrari go head-to-head this season. Definitely. I, I think they have to be happy with, with signs finishing fifth right behind Leclerc. And, because, you know, Vettel was just... I don't know what he was doing last year. Now they now they know they have a driver that is going to be up there young, with Leclerc. Land, yeah. uh, Leclerc's young. They don't, have to dep- they don't have to depend on one driver. You know, it's both of them yeah. four or five right there. And so they were able to get ahead of Ricardo in six. So they uh, they got – so I'm looking at the standings for the race. Uh, Leclerc and Sainz got 22 points in total, and Norris and Ricardo got 23 points in total from that race. Yeah, so, so neck and neck. So with the points – uh, Hamilton got fastest lap, so he got one point extra. So that puts the driver's standings at Hamilton with 44 points, Verstappen at 43 points, Norris at 27 points, Leclerc at 20 points, Bodos at 15 points. That's your top five. But then to really hone in on the battle, though, I still uh, Checo, uh, Sergio Perez, is in eighth place with 10 points. So for the constructors, that leaves it at Mercedes with 60 Red Bull at 53, McLaren at 41, Ferrari at 34, and then in fifth place, Alpha Tori with eight points. So, I mean, you're looking at, like I said, uh, Ferrari and Red Bull are right there at each other, and Red Bull, I mean, sorry, not Ferrari and uh, McLaren are right there at each other, and Mercedes and Red Bull are each other. That's going to be your two battles. But Checo has really got to step it up uh, to help win this battle. And I'm just happy to see that Ferrari's actually doing something. Yep. Speaking of seeing someone doing something, I was going to take my do my Haas jab. Uh, oh, Devin, hey, 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 hey. What is it with Haas and wrecking themselves out while warming their own tires? We've seen this before. Lucky <laughs> drivers. Last time a Haas had hot tires, Grosjean almost died. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some hot tires in that in that fire, man. <laughs> yeah, but okay with Schumacher, you got the name, so he has a lot to live up to. But once he hits his stride, 
because Leclerc and Sainz, they're still young. And Schumacher's young, too. But Schumacher can make his name with Haas and then move on to Ferrari later. But he needs to start doing something. I kind of feel Matt, bad for Mick right now just because his dad is not in the best position right now to, <laughs> I guess you could say, really train him up. I mean, I know he's been with them his whole life, but, you know, it's one thing in lower-level racing and kart racing to train someone, but I think he's really missing that right now on, in his F1 journey and having yeah. his dad. And, you know, if he had his dad right there and he, he was in perfect health and, you know, no issues – well, there Very is a little bad. bit of that. There is a little bit of that. Uh, I will say this. And, uh, so, Michael Schumacher took Sebastian Vettel under his wing uh, because they're both German and, and trained him up. And Seb is doing the same thing for uh, Mick. And that's Dude, not, any, it's not Seb, causing any you like know, objections or anything? Seb kisses Hamilton's ass too much. He really does. That's true. And, and it's it's... It's frustrating because Seb on his own is a good driver. He's a championship driver. But then he, like, you know, warships Hamilton. And it's like, come on, you know, you're a good driver too. Don't don't suck up to him. I like I, I like Seb, but he doesn't have that sort of uh, killer instinct. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have of, that fire. Verstappen has it. You can see it in Verstappen. And I think, I think Hamilton has it when he, like, kind of puts the helmet on. It's yeah. kind of weird in real life, but when he puts the helmet on, he's well. I think that's to with anybody. I think that's the difference that all race drivers talk about is the difference between being a young race driver and, and and wanting to take the opportunity and doing stupid things, taking the risks that you wouldn't necessarily take oh. as a, an older driver because you know what can happen and you don't have the the fearlessness anymore to to take the the stupid risk. You know. Speaking yeah. of that, that exact thing. Did y'all see when uh, Lando, he was going to make a pass and how close he got to the wall on the pit straight? That's what I'm saying. You're willing. There was like so much mist and stuff he could hardly see, and he almost hit the wall. He got so close. It's it's a lack of experience. So you're, you you make moves that you wouldn't make, um, you know, as an experienced driver. But sometimes driver. that works out. Right, exactly. I, I, I think Verstappen is at that perfect intersection of experience because he's been in it for a long, kind of a long time now. He's in that perfect intersection of like experience and then willpower as a young right. man. So just he's in his push prime. It. He's in his prime, and, it, and it's great to see him driving for Red Bull and competing for a championship. Because I still think the Red Bull car is probably not as good as the Mercedes car, but he's driving the wheels off of it, and so it's going to be exciting to see this year. But to wrap it up. And to answer your question, Tyler, what Haas needs to win is Schumacher, he has to live up to his dad. So let Schumacher do his thing. Take Mazepin, take him out of the car. Get Gunther Steiner a helmet and let him get in that car. Yeah, and Gunther and can even find a trick in that car. Why don't they no, just no. cheat for a race? Just do something to cheat really hard and win a race, and it'll get taken back later, but it'll yeah. be cool for the day at least. They should do that. Like but the Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins really in NASCAR, hard. he took his... Marty Robbins took the restrictor plate off at Talladega because he just wanted to run up front for a while. So real quick before we wrap this up, guys. Um, predictions. Next race. It's coming up next week. May 2nd. Uh, there'll be the Portuguese Grand Prix at the Algarve International oh. Circuit. So last season, if you know people listening in, uh, P1, obviously Hamilton. P2, Botas. 
and P3 for Stappen. How do we see this shaking out? What are what are our picks? So I'm saying Max, Hamilton, and Signs. 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 Well, Give you a sign. Pick. All right, I'm let's go to you, Danny. I'm gonna go with for Stappen getting a win again. Uh, I'm gonna go Hamilton second. That's you know that's pretty easy. They're gonna be one two. I think I think Botas is going to have a lot of heat on him, and I think he's going to have a good race and get a podium and kind of get back where he needs to be. I, I could see that happening with Botas. So, right, Joe Boo. I'm, I'm stealing a little bit of that. I'm going with the signs, P1. Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I take hot sports opinions. Verstappen, third. And I'm going to go with Lando again. Nice. Okay. Roger that. What do we got here, Zeth? I think you're going to see with Hamilton uh, making the mistake that he made last race. I think he's really going to fight hard. And I think this race, it'll be it'll be Hamilton, P1, Verstappen, P2, and maybe uh, uh, just because it's me, it's Charles in third. Well. Okay. To close out this here episode, I'm going to throw y'all through a loop here. Obviously, I'm going to pick my boy Max to win it. Um, at P2, I'm cheating here a little bit. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Zest Boy Charles. Uh, he he actually finished pretty well uh, last uh, last time it's they were Charles. here, and he was uh, P4. Yeah. Shaw. It's Shaw. It's Shaw. So I think, I think I'm going to take Charles... Uh, P2 and uh, P3 uh, I'm going to go with Hamilton I think something's going to go wrong somewhere once again for Hamilton I think he's really going to be pushing too hard uh, not hard enough to wreck himself out but you know just enough to make that big of a mistake to give the opportunity to someone else but I think we'll be looking at uh, Ferrari and uh, Red Bull fighting for the win next week Old Chuck Lee Kirk Getting before, the first loser spot. Before we wrap this up entirely, what do y'all think about the whole Florida situation? Oh, yeah, that's right. So this, Miami? this past week, about, yeah. F1 did announce that next season, Miami will officially be a part of the 2022 F1 season. Did I not call that? Did I not bring that up last time? <laughs> I so that means... Did. Oh, it's, been, it's been in talks for No, no, no. I was on the phone <laughs> with Gunther himself. And I was like, <laughs> the Stein man. Are we doing this or not? He said, we will. You'll find out tomorrow. He said, no one fuck smash my door. The F1 is taking their talents to South Beach. So that means that F1 will officially have two races in the U.S. That's correct. Yeah, I- I'm happy for that. I hope, I I hope they don't take away from Austin. No, That's so what I was going to say. They better so not screw around and try to take Austin. For now, they're calling it the Miami Grand Prix, and I think, and they're doing it like earlier in the year in spring. I think the goal is obviously to have more than one F1 race in America with the new F1 ownership group. You know, they, they, will the Miami thing be a, a road course? Yeah, I, I mean, think we're going, going over here. Uh, Daytona Super Speedway. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're going to Daytona. No. No, it, it, it's going to be a street circuit around the Miami Dolphins Stadium. And that's why I'm not super happy about this is because there's tons of great tracks in the U.S. that are designed for great racing. 
and they're going to build another boring street circuit where they're full throttle 90% of the time. It's going to be like exactly like Saudi Arabia, if you've seen the way that thing's laid out, and a lot like the Vietnam circuit that they didn't go to. And I don't know if they're going to this year, but well, I, I don't know. I, we'll that's see. The trend. Not a big fan, but it's cool to see more races in America. All yep. right, boys. Well, I agree. We'll go to Joe Boo here to close us on out. All right. Well, I guess we're all kind of satisfied with the uh, results from um, the race last weekend. So we can get a little outro music going here. We can uh, transition to the next episode, segment, whatever we want to call it. Um, I'm real interested in looking in a little bit of this draft. I'm kind of a homer, so I'm going to talk a little Cowboys. And uh, let you boys run with it a little bit and see what we get, uh, what we what to expect for the draft next weekend. Yeah. All so. right, we're out of here. Peace. Good evening, fellers. <laughs>